Oosh, oosh, oosh. Blessings and love, greetings to the Felix Price podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoy this. This is of interest to you. This is a, a group of conversations from many men that I've uh, asked this question to at the end of uh, men's circles that I've run recently, the last three retreats that I've run. I put this question to the guys after we'd gone through our rituals, our happy meditations. The first two with the fire and the ice bath recorded in West Norwood, the portico at my dad's place. And the last one recorded in Barbados, Holder's house after we've been down in the cave. The group of the brothers that came through this full moon retreat that I just held a few days ago on the, on the 8th of uh, October 2022. So... That's what I'm bringing out for you. The inspiration for this is from a question that I was asked by a good friend of mine, Elisa, um, on Instagram, after I put it to the people to ask me a question. This is a question that she asked me. How can we as women support our men to be more open-hearted and present? And I thought one good way to answer it would be to put it to the guys as well. So I put it around and it's something I'm bringing through. I've got an idea of calling the No Man's Podcast. K-N-O-W, man's, the no man's. But like the name, like, like apart from one one friend who did say his name, it's other, other than that, it's uh, nameless, so anonymous voices. And I think it was really interesting um, way of every, every man, in a way, having an opportunity to speak to all women, to speak to their woman, to speak to everyone's everyone's partner, you know, and like talk, talk about this um, this experience of being in relation with, with a woman and how we, what uh, what affects us, how how we can stay more open-hearted and present. Um, it's a great question. Yeah, put it to the guys. Here here are some see here's some recordings. Here's what's came through. Okay, blessings and love. I hope you enjoy, and the content the conversation will continue. Us. So the question, how we as women can support our men to be more open-hearted and present? Guys, what you got? (laughs) (laughs) Dan, say yes, say yes. Is it recording? It's recording. So we are mirrors of each other, the divine feminine and divine masculine, and... We have to live in harmony together and I invite, you know, the strong leaders and females to show us men how to be gentlemen and that requires a lot of guidance on encouraging the softer side and being gentle isn't just about, you know, it's not about weakness, it's actually about strength because you can be a a strong masculine um, and and embody that but also have that that loving and creative side so we we need to be shown how to embrace the gentleman the gentleman and um and i feel that um especially us guys we uh we do need to be shown things, you know, instead of we're very linear, straight to the point. But sometimes we need that to be shown the um, the non-linear side and the, the creative, the um, all the wonderful uh, feminine energies and shown that we we can live alongside each other in that way. It's not all just about, you know, we can be protectors, we can be guardians, if you like, but maintaining that, that gentleman stance. And I think that's uh, really important. My advice is to communicate with your man and put everything on the table. Ask him what you want. Have a deep discussion. Give him space. Let him 
go out into nature, find himself, and then, then you'll get the answers, and you'll, you'll both find the way, and you'll, uh, you'll both find love. Hmm. My advice is just like one word. Talk to with heart. Yeah. Talk to with heart. repeat the question how can we as women help our men be more open hearted so to me my response to that in that in this moment is that um, openness creates openness mm-hmm. and sometimes um, so to share share with with uh, your partner um, but also uh, allow your partner to feel seen um, through inquiry inquire how they are um, and really hold space and make space to understand what your partner is going through because it's not always as natural or easy for a man to share as it might be for women who tend to be more comfortable to express their feelings. They tend to have more relationships in their lives uh, where there is that tendency to kind of actually express how they're feeling. Uh, men can often hold on to a lot more. So therefore, uh, it's important to be intentional about creating that space for your partner. Um, but acknowledgement as well. Uh, acknowledge them and and uh, celebrate them um, and really just do what you can to allow them to feel seen and to me I feel like that would create an opening or a space of openness uh, that could be the the key to to sharing and and allowing your man to to, to share their heart with you if you share your heart with them um, so yeah to tap into your heart space into your heart centre um, and be patient um, yeah uh, understanding the differences because on one hand we are very similar to each other, but on the other hand we are uh, we are different. And as long as we respect those differences, it helps a lot. And if we respect those differences uh, uh, and maintain the communication level, uh, this is my communication standard in, in, in the same time, it helps us to be open-hearted, to, to be open in general. Uh, instead of being oppressive. Uh, in general, the intention is usually good. According to some research, uh, most of us over 90% approach the other person, especially in relationship, with a good will and good intention. But the final effect is not not, not, not perfect. So except for this uh, intention, uh, the way that we approach the other person, especially the communication, it's, it's, it's very, very important. And sometimes we feel oppressed for no reasons. The way that somebody talks to us, especially a woman, is very, very important. And vice versa.
Yeah, so it's a deep question. Be more open hearted and present. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm laughing. I have a few, a few things I know that they're very like basic things and they're very simple, but I guess they do make a big difference. Um, I love to be acknowledged. In a, in a way, like, I don't like to ask for acknowledgement, but I like to be acknowledged. Mm. And I, I, I definitely respond, respond well to that. I guess that's a, whether that's like an ego thing or how that, how that exactly works. But when I, when I feel like my effort is, is seen and appreciated, it inspires me to do, to make more effort and um, yeah, lights me up. Um, yeah, also like, I mean, for me personally, I'm, I'm, I've got like the three brains in my body. <laughs> and I got, I got like the lower brain, the middle brain and the upper brain. <laughs> and they've all got very strong um, intention and, uh, and energy. And if they're if they're acknowledged and and given attention, then um, then I as a, as a being uh, vibrate very happily. And if and on the flip side, if they're not, then that does build up frustration and um, disconnection and and separation. So, um, no women women go through cycles in their seasons and in the month when they're more open and less open. I just I'm like up for it the whole time. <laughs> so that's one one thing you know um, that's been part of the journey is is uh, learning how to to manage that energy, sexual energy, when I wanna wanna have the feeling, the ur like urge, instinct. Um, so you know it's like a tip to a tip to a woman, like whether or not you're up for it your man is up for it <laughs> so whether or not like the full the full ceremony is is uh is performed um there can be like real magic of just like a quick fix <laughs> a quick a quick bit of attention can uh, can do a can really go a long way with me you know like um this is something I've been, you know, sharing, sharing, and uh, yeah, and it it can definitely um, help things. You know, like I appreciate it, like a quick, like a quick grab, <laughs> a quick grab, and and kind of shake down for me can 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 make such a big difference. And um, you know, the point the the times in between, and obviously when there's time to to properly enjoy enjoy deeper time together. Is is all good, but don't don't forget your man in between in between those moments and um, any time that you can you can just grab him and give him, give him a bit of attention. You can uh, let him know that he's he's seen and he's he's acknowledged, even if it's not you know the full the full shebang. Um, so that's something. Um, so that's like the lower brain, Acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledging the lower brain, <laughs> the, lo the lower mega center of energy, and then the middle brain is the stomach, the belly. <laughs> so I've often, often noticed my heart opening up when I had a big plate of food put in front of me. <laughs> so good sex, good food <laughs> uh, are good are good uh, foundations for. For good heart-opening conversations, and that, it can sound sound simple, simplistic to say it like that, but phew, maybe there is, you know, there's there's there is a simplicity to it. Work work from the from the ground upwards. Go, go chakra by chakra, and you get you get the way to the heart. They say there's a phrase in it. There's a way the way to a man's heart is by his stomach, and um, yeah, make when you make food put love into it like for me 
the, the food that my wife makes me is is always the best food I, I ever I ever eat. I don't know how you know you can go to some Michelin star restaurant with this that and the other and fancy fancy cuisine, but none of it comes close because I know when I when I eat food cooked by my wife it means so much more to me. So <laughs> go to go to the elements. Um, if you're yeah, if you're not feeling one of the one of the one of the sort of trials I've I've faced is is wanting sex and trying to like initiate it and it not and it not going through and then having to sort of deal with that energy and that can be some that can be frustrating and that can um yeah it can be annoying and then uh that can be disconnecting and you know I'm I'm good but I know a lot of guys will go and find it somewhere else very quickly, right? And that's how a lot of um, long-term relationships continue because the man will go and satisfy his needs in, in, other, in, other, in, other, in other places, in other beds. Come back and crack on and maybe there's not such a big open-heart connection. But, yeah, for me... Um, can I, what can I say? If you advice to any women, if you're not up for it, yeah, just give your man a massage. <laughs> let, let him give him give him some pleasure. Doesn't and it often doesn't need it doesn't need long. A um, little bit of attention, regular enough, regular and often attention. Yeah, and um, and all of that, and then you can get. Then, then get to the deeper part and yeah, listen and like like you guys said, listen and and talk, and like you always said here, be open and maybe the um, the woman is like the shaman for the man, the healer for the man that can initiate him into real openness and open heartedness and uh, help initiate the man into that space and uh, and allow him to be vulnerable. And, and release and uh, yeah feel comfortable with you in that space yeah. oosh oosh <laughs> <laughs> alright okay wrap that one up anyone else got anyone anyone good <laughs> I'm good, good. Yeah. good okay hope that helps oosh so continuing the question how can women support their men to be open hearted and present <laughs> my answers I said was work from the root chakras up food sex <laughs> feed the man sort the you have a good sex and that's like the pathway up to the heart so it's a simple answer but there's definitely a power to it um, it's obviously a lot more complex than that but uh, yeah opening this up sharing this round we're here on the fire group of men, nameless men, universal men can share the answer. Brothers, if you've got anything that you want to say, just take the phone, speak, share your piece and pass it on. Just, it's already recording. It's already recording, just talk. Ask your men if they know what their needs are. Ask them if they uh, know what they feel. Because men are not taught or shown to identify their needs or their feelings, and a woman's a woman's warmth can can open them up to finding these things, and then they can be the men they want to be and the men you want them to be. remember you are the queen of a king the queen of the sovereign and respect your man for the king that he's born to be and become if he doesn't know it yet remind him with your gentle love with your presence with your kindness with your feminine peace when he returns to his castle your kindness. Remind him 
gently how strong he is through your presence offer him gratitude just offer him access to his own heart through yours and remember love and hate cannot be in the same space be that he's tempted or you're tempted in the temptation of the world create with him the space and the container for love through tolerance Aho. Open communication and understanding that communication is a two-way thing and um, establishing how communication needs to happen. And boundaries need to be set and occasionally reminded of what those boundaries are and um, creating a safe space for expression with no judgment. So allowing space for the individual but also together. And remembering that, you know, the gentle man, the gentleman, treating your man gently. Bye, Dad. See you later. Yeah, remembering the uh, the gentleman needs to be treated gently for it to be received. And um, it's it's a two way thing. So. For any communication, you need to transmit and receive and vice versa. And it's that, it's that cycle between the two. Just respect the masculine and encourage outlets for masculine traits. An easy example that doesn't necessarily resonate with me, but does with a lot of, a lot of men that I know. Anger. Anger is a natural masculine emotion and encourage that to be channeled via healthy ways such as martial arts or running or exercise or going into the field and shouting as opposed to what our society, what the current outlets for anger in society, going down the pub or going to football or all that nonsense. But yeah, respect the masculine but encourage proper outlets for it. Accept your men. Be patient with your men. Allow your men to fail and be there for him in silence. Being that space that men needs to shine in. Hold that space for him. Love your men. Be soft, communicate, express your needs. Uh, listen, be patient and supportive. When a man expresses that they have a desire to do something in their best interest, then be supportive as much as possible. And then also listen to anything that might come up or and just be patient. Communication. Sometimes, as men, we need to be a little bit 
the space for for us to communicate properly. We need the opportunity. So listening and allowing us to to go into the emotion and almost coaxing it out of us a little bit because we've been part of this patriarchal system through generations that we are slowly trying to see through the the clouds and the the mud and change change the history and the future and communication is is what it's gonna it's gonna take so we appreciate you for the struggles of the feminine we hope that you can allow the beautiful parts of the masculine to come out and we can dance by the fire together and love each other. It can be hard, but learn to be a man's peace so that he can learn greater peace. And I'd say learn to love a man's pain so that he can relearn to truly love. Communicating your, your needs and boundaries. As well as accepting the man you, you love. Um, not blaming. Just be honest with yourself and accept his honesty. <laughs> you did? You was it? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> um, I'd like to just say, um, trust your gut and your heart will follow. And as men as well, just remember that you always have choice and there's no obligation. Do what you feel is right. Oops. Oops. Yeah, the whoosh is nice one, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, taking take time, presence, presence with each other, creating space with each other, honouring quali quality of time together. It's more important than the, qu the quantity shared. Uh, giving each other space as well to, to process. Uh, yeah, what? One little simple thing I've, I've thought of is if this stuff, if this stuff, it's like issue, like issues or triggers, I really try and try and like own, own, own your own part of, of, of it. There's, uh, there's something about like being, being in a relationship, and one way is thinking that it's like fifty-fifty, another way is thinking it's a hundred-hundred. And each each part, each person in the relationship is is responsible for a hundred percent of what of what they bring. Uh, one one thing I learned along the way is is how I used to project uh, onto onto my partner about uh, imperfections in a situation. I think it was because because of her, because of uh, the other person. I think, and this, you know, this actually goes to, to all relationships, really. There's a phrase they say, uh, I heard, if you think it's the other person's fault, you've got a long way to go. Mm -hmm. If you think it's your fault, you're closer. And if you think it's no one's fault, you're already there. And that one, that one stuck with me, I like that one. So, times when uh, triggers arise, they don't always have to be like spoken or debated or, or argued out in the moment sometimes all you need is just to go alright something's arisen here each person can take a take a check in take a space take a step back go through some of the rituals that always help us body mind and spirit stuff uh, and in that space there's a process and when you meet again often it can be already resolved not always, but sometimes it's sometimes it's as simple as that. Uh, another one I've, 
I've noticed as well, uh, I really like as well, if, if there is stuff going on or, or words to be said or difficult conversations to be had, tune into the setting of the environment in which you, you have those conversations and uh, one simple thing is just to do it in nature whilst walking. I found, I found that was really a really good way of doing it rather than sat, sat indoors <laughs> or sat in a place where you're like, you're sat and you're stagnant. And even if it's like in the place where you live, if you're living together, having those kind of conversations in that environment that could can, can uh, sort of be part of a trap. But if you say, okay, right, we need to have a chat, need to communicate, go for a walk, because there's there's a, there's just a natural uh, healing power to to walking and and doing it in nature as well. That even just the simplicity of that, like to do that together, that can really help with flowers you're walking through nature let the words flow through and you also you kind of you're in a neutral environment uh to to express stuff and you can kind of get it out in that environment rather than sort of doing it where you live so if you're if you're clocking stuffs in the house tensions might build up which can i mean who's perfect put your hand up if you never fucked up they all got their hand up. <laughs> I haven't. My hands are down. Fuck up many times. But, um, and and that's the, the, fucking hell. Like the 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 journey of the soul, the soulmate journey is 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 a, is the biggest one. Maybe one of the biggest biggest most challenging ones um, with the biggest gifts and, and also the most the most difficult painful parts as well. Uh, and and the knife that that, that cuts. Could also let let the love in deeper, but it's fucking it's fucking painful sometimes. So the the ones that we really open our hearts up to more can can really can hurt us even more. You know, and I, I think this is a relationship that as men, it's um, when we are in a relationship with our with the women, and we are you know we tap into the to our inner feminine, and the woman can have, tap into her inner masculine as well, um, and having having a healthy polarity. With it, where we where we embody our own side of that of that polarity, the masculine and the feminine, but also recognise the opposite within us. Uh, and for the journey for a man to really open up his heart to to the woman uh, is is this vulnerability path that is uh, uh, is, is also potentially really really painful. So. I think as as men go through life and may have experiences of, of pain and uh, and hurt in, in relationships as it opens up, it, it can make it more difficult to open up further if there's if there's been pain and damage, but it can also be the you know the greatest the greatest and deepest bond, bonding experience possible. Ooh. <laughs> Anyone else got anyone more? Add on. Good. Good, good. Alright, well, the conversation continues. <laughs> Completing that one there now. Let me do this. Oosh, oosh, oosh. So, us. Another extra, extra optional here. Yeah. With all those words that have just been said, great gratitude. Anybody listening now, welcome to. Or the continuation of this, the podcast, and the question here, offering to the brothers, calling this the No Man's, the No Man's podcast for the men who know, know themselves, or maybe know nothing, or know that we know nothing, open to open to things. We've just gone through the rituals again, the happy and the sananga and the meditation and the talking and some powerful, powerful words just been shared here, and um, just open up this question again for any add-ons that may be there for the universe. For, for the women out there that we're connected to to offer some um, some words of wisdom to this question how can the question from the women how can we as women help our men to be open more open hearted and present powerful question with a yeah, power, power, really, power, powerful is. opportunity um, perhaps 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 we do this yeah perhaps I'll put, I'll put it in the middle and I'll, I'll, I'll do it as a as an open share today yeah sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna move yep I'm that's right for where I need to be. Can I kick off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. 
state the question again, Felix? How can we as women be more open-hearted? How can we as women help our men to be more open-hearted and present? I saw that question previously, and I think one of the ways, step into your greatness. Accept your own presence, your own greatness. Stop seeking permission for, for different elements of being who you actually are and rise into that. That is powerful in seeing a woman that truly steps into that and owns that um, fully, all the time, um, getting, into that, getting into that space. Oh. Um, so I've been given that question some thought and I think even though there's a distinction between men and women there are some practices that remain universal such as putting up a guard uh, putting on a mask you know not being I don't want to say not being genuine, but not being your your true self, either because you don't know your true self or you are afraid of the judgment that may come along with you being your true self. So I would say the best answer to that question is to lead by example. So if you are truly vulnerable um, and you have obviously decided that this man is the man that is worthy of that vulnerability and you are seeking reciprocation, you should lead by example. So drop your mask, be truly vulnerable, create a safe space and you would have done your vetting before to determine that this is the person you want to do that with. So. It shouldn't be a stretch to see some reciprocation coming from there. But if you are wearing a mask, if you have your guard up, you can't expect the other person to drop theirs um, easily. So that's that's my thought. So my name is Russell. My contribution to this question is. Oh no! Okay, sorry. First named man. Okay. Oh no, man. All right. Okay. So. Um, there's a book which I would recommend to everybody. I think it should be compulsory reading, at least the first third, because it repeats itself after that probably. And that is Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. Mm. And we are so different. And this writer captures a lot of our difference. Whilst there's a lot that makes us similar, there's a lot that makes us different. And to sum it up, in what, what I pulled from that book is that as men, we're providers, and when that is challenged in any way, um, that causes real upset. And women, uh, they, they express their thoughts, their feelings in the moment in a way that can sometimes really upset that balance with a, with a man. Um, equally, men can do similar things back, but um, women, according to this theory and according to my life experience, will express their feelings in that moment and then they're gone. They're only that moment that they're expressing them in. They're not deeply held grievances or, or emotions or thoughts or anything. It's just how they're feeling at that time. And it can become overwhelming apparently for women in terms of the emotion that comes for them to express that feeling. And, you know, we honour that as men, we understand that. But what I would say is, if you're trying to help your man, take a step back before you express your feelings in words and consider whether or not those words are going to serve you and serve your man and serve your relationship. So just count to ten or even longer before the words come out, because those words can sometimes be incredibly hurtful to a man, particularly if he feels that his role as the provider is undermined. I'm talking in very loose terms, of course, some women provide for men, but just, just our biology, you know, what, what men do or what they feel they should do. So it's really about 
just trying to be impeccable with your word. In other words, say what you mean and mean what you say. And that doesn't mean you have to change anything about being a woman at all because all of those things are perfect and how they're supposed to be, they're brilliant. There's nothing at all that I'm saying which is judgmental about that. It's just take your time, take a step back and only express those feelings if you feel they're going to serve you well and serve your man and your relationship well. And that, in my opinion and experience, could be really invaluable to every relationship. Mm. Thank you for sharing. I think like you guys made some interesting um, points, very similar points, um, in terms of things that I'm thinking about. But I would say also um, in terms of expectations, I think sometimes um, like having a particular um, idea of what things are supposed to be at that moment. Um, I mean, they're not at that, they're not at that specific stage. Um, it puts a lot of pressure sometimes on the man um, where he doesn't get to the stage of where um, he's able to step into his greatness because maybe he's not at that specific point as of yet. Um, so sometimes the expectations um, of that spe specific moment um, isn't as, let's just say, it doesn't help as much um, it's more of working together, getting to that point together, instead of having an expectation of what doesn't exist right now. Um, so for me, I would say that, that's how I say it. Um, I guess that would be my way I have to share. Uh, they agree with you guys before. Uh, yeah, expectations always. Um, sometimes we, as men, are going through so much, and sometimes... We can't be superheroes. We can't be Batman or Superman. Sometimes we just gotta step back and um, have the have the conversation, open and free. And sometimes it's gonna be a hard conversation, but it's one that both partners need to have in order to grow together. Um, because we're all human at the end of the day, we're not perfect, and he's not gonna be perfect, but. He'll let you know that there's sometimes that he wouldn't be Superman. And that's alright. Because if he is a true man, he would be working to provide for the family to to be there for you. And respect is always due the same way. He would expect you to be there for him. Um, so I think that's really one of the greatest things uh, to do for your partner. Is to make the space and be there. Wow, what a question. I'm scared to open my mouth, to be honest with you. Um, and that's probably how I feel. I feel I'm worried what I'm going to say because I'm going to upset you. Um, accept me for who I am and I accept for who you are and acceptance of one another. Um, relationships, it's hard. Man, man, woman, woman, well, all of us, it's difficult. But I, I must say it's, it's even more difficult with man and woman. Um, we are, as said earlier, different creatures, but we have to respect one another. We're meant to, well, I like to portray on this he-muscle man. That's not the fact. I'm a big, soft puffball, you know, <laughs> and I feel things. I'm very vulnerable. Um, and when you say something harsh, I react, unfortunately, in my head, not necessarily words. But I, I don't know, I'm probably the wrong person to be speaking here today. Um, but my only thing is to look at one another's eyes, hold, show love to one another and be decent human beings to one another. Um, lean into your partner's love language. Um, Whatever that may be, if it's, um, if it's words of affirmation, tell him he's doing a good job. Um, tell him thanks for carrying out the garbage. Telling him that he's, um, he's making it, man. If it's quality time, as busy as your schedule may be, try to carve out a day at night. Um, try to carve out time in the... In, even if you come home from a long, stressful day at work, um, carve out time, five minutes, ten minutes, because... What you'll find in that leaning into love languages is that 
a man will then become more vulnerable. And I think a lot of people spoke on that before, but vulnerability is really the key to opening a, a man's heart and opening a man's um, emotions. And when you can start to reach into that vulnerability of your partner, you'll then find a lot of, um, you'll find a lot of scars and that's okay. Um, lean into those scars because you'll find that by leaning into those scars too, you, um, you start to learn not only about him, but by, about yourself. And that learning process um, builds a relationship, yeah? To be human is to be vulnerable. And we don't want masks. Um, allow us to be just us. Don't think of us as just men. Think of us just like a human, just like you. The same way how you have your emotions, the same way how you have your ebbs and flows. We have those two. Um, don't lean into the patriarchy. We know that we created it, but... If you find some person that is willing to challenge that and dismantle the patriarchy, you found a gem and allow him to be himself. Um, that's the best way to put it. So lean into love languages and find out what your partner's one is and really delve into that. And the same thing can happen for you too. I'd like to So yeah, something, <laughs> something else I'd like to add is, um, so if we are able to express our selves in terms of needs and feelings and make it not personal so an example of this would be a woman might say to a man you work too much i never see you we never do anything together and be really annoyed about that and the man might say hold on a minute yeah i work hard but you know this is like a, a, a recurring argument i work hard because you'd like to spend the money you know you're not complaining about that are you and we went out for dinner last Wednesday. What do you mean we never do anything together? And then the argument starts. But if the woman had said to the man, showing her vulnerability, that I have a need for intimacy, and when it's not met, I feel lonely. Now that is gonna take the man completely to a different situation. That's not gonna put the man in an argumentative challenged you know frame of mind the man is going to just feel bare compassion oh my god my work has taken me away from sharing intimacy with this woman that i love and it's making her feel lonely you know it's going to bring a whole different dimension she's not saying to the man you do this or you do that she's just expressing her needs she's owning it she's saying if I, you know, I have a need for intimacy and when it's not met, I feel lonely. That's not criticizing the man at all. That's owning everything about it. And that puts the man in a position where he can do something about that and will do something about it. And then I would just add to that, that arguments are pointless. Agreements is what it's all about. Expectations are, are, are worth, worthless because if we expect somebody to do something and they do it we don't get any reward if we expect somebody to do it and they don't do it we feel sad and and disappointed so getting rid of expectation accepting and and expressing ourselves in terms of our needs and our feelings in in the third person or owning it and not being accusatory towards a man and i'd say exactly the same back in reverse you know men need to do the same thing back when they're expressing themselves and not make it personal. Make it about owning their needs, owning their feelings and giving the woman an opportunity to, to step into her power and do something about that. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to mention or to add as important as it is to know your love language and your partner's love language is even more important to acknowledge their willingness or attempt to speak a love language that is not their own. Um, some of the love languages are much more uh, invasive than others. So for example, if your partner's love language, number one love language is physical touch, but that's at the bottom for you, it, you should be applauded for making an attempt to speak a, a love language that is as invasive as that but is at the bottom for you and vice versa. So I think in addition to knowing your own and knowing your partners, you should both give 
each other grace for speaking one that is not yours. Bush, yeah, just um, just to complete one thing, I've, I think I noticed is if you're given the this thing of like being the protector, like this um, instinct that, that I've you know I feel uh, that we have as men is as the, as the protector and not wanting to like be vulnerable. This is what I found with the men's circle is what's actually a relief is like being able to take the the shields down and admit to each other that our, our struggles and stuff. But when we go back to our women, like not wanting to show that and I've really noticed that with myself um, not wanting to admit failures and things going wrong because I, I want to don't want her to worry about me or the situation or something you know and and keep it but that that, that has a kind of flip side where I'm noticed I've begun to not to not share everything that's going on so when there's confusion of why is he in this thing and I'm trying to say like it's okay and I got this and I'm holding strong for the family I, I am and I'm trying um, but there's a lot more, so like having those times and spaces where we can make it okay for each other to express and, and admit things that we didn't get right, and and also in that, in that there's the the growth in the mistakes. Because if we never make any mistakes and never make any f- failing, you know, no, there's never going to be anything learned and never going to be any progress. So like honouring that uh, in your man, if your man's making mistakes, honour them because they're part of his growth. Um, part of the development so yeah holding space holding space for that and then my uh my my uh oh real basic answers were cooking a meal and having great sex as well <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like working from the root chakras up the way to the man's heart through his through his stomach and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah happy happy sex life um, good one this is one last thing yeah it's one last thing yeah, yeah, yeah. um Stop keeping score, man. Yeah. Um, stop keeping score. The reality is that um, we get bogged down too much in terms of who did this or what, what the other person did what, and then it it it, it breeds it breeds this, this 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 sense of um of you know that this person owes me this. When the reality is that um, we're all fallible, we're humans, yeah. And as just expressed by the, the other the other male, um, you got a whole space for that. Um, mistakes are going to be made. And um, if you really love that person, you're going to see that person as a human and really lean into those mistakes too. I mean, all are not going to be well all the time, but allow him to have that space to be able to make mistakes. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of growth in that space. I'm going to say one last thing. <laughs> so yeah, I think, so, so basically this is for all humans, not just for women with men, but men with women. And that is forgive well and forgive often. Forgiveness really is the key because resentments, if they're held on to, in my opinion and experience, will kill a relationship, absolutely kill it. So if you feel a resentment, you need to forgive it, absolutely 100%. Otherwise, you're carrying it around and it's affecting your relationship. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.